0: Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking to Charlie and Shane Gully about their vow renewal ceremony at Oak Manor Lawn with a pre-reception at Harambe Station in Animal Kingdom and a reception at Festival of the Lion King in Animal Kingdom. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose these locations, how they decided to do a vow renewal and how it all turned out. So welcome, Charlie and Shane. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here again. Yeah, it's great to have you back on the show again. It's been about 10 years since your wedding episode, and I'll put the link to that in the post for this episode on DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. So I would love to find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have a vow renewal at Disney.
1: Well, we had so much fun at the wedding, and it was such a great experience planning and going through all of those what I would assume are normally kind of intimidating things like floral and whatever We had such a good time that we just decided to do it all over again.
2: The first time we got married, we were at the wedding pavilion. So it was such a good experience. We just decided, why not? Let's do it again.
0: That's awesome. How did your friends and family react when they found out you were going to have a vow renewal at Disney?
1: Oh, we had the best response. About a week after we got back from our honeymoon, from the wedding, actually, I had started talking about how I was thinking about doing a vow renewal. So that's how long the planning has been going. And I had a friend who said, if you have a vow renewal, you will not have to ask me twice to attend. And sure enough, I did not have to ask her twice. We announced it and she said, I'm there. And then a lot of other people, Shane's family was all in. My, my mom attended. She was very excited. And actually, a lot of the people that we had at the wedding, they were all about it.
2: Yeah, I think two or three of our friends actually booked before we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so how many guests did you invite
1: and how many were able to make the trip? So we invited approximately 60, and we had almost 50 come. I think our final number ended up being 47 or 49. So really good turnout this time.
2: The original wedding we had, we invited about 70 people, and then we only had 22 turnout. So this, this was a very, very high turnout versus our wedding 10 years ago.
0: Maybe they were sorry they missed it.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
2: <laughs> we also made so many friends through our connection with being married at Disney. So a lot of couple friends.
1: Oh, that's great. Did you set up a room block
0: for your guests?
1: We actually didn't do that this time. That was one of the things that was kind of most stressful for me for the wedding was trying to make sure that I got all of those rooms booked so that we wouldn't owe at the end. So I kind of cut that out. A lot of that was kind of a natural progression because we have uh, in the past like two years, we purchased our own DVC. So we used a lot of our points. We actually borrowed from next year to use a lot of our points to book some of our family and friends in those rooms. And then with the rest of the people, I, <laughs> I'm i sure Disney is not going to love this part, but I actually told them to go rent points because I knew that by booking everybody under our points, that I wasn't going to fill the room block the way that I needed to fill it. So I just went ahead and told them, the remaining guests, to to look at DVC, renting points, and I cut out the room block altogether. What resorts did you pick? Almost everybody stayed at Saratoga Springs with us, which was great fun. We had a lot of our family and friends, specifically the ones that were tied to our points. We got to stay in the same section of the resort. So it was like every night you wave bye to your neighbor and say goodnight. So I highly recommend that. That That was really a lot of fun.
2: We didn't want anybody getting lost, so having everybody at one location was was key.
1: Everybody staying at the same resort was beneficial, so that nobody would get lost. Like we would all be together, or at the very least, we had Disney, what we call our Disney friends and family. They were also staying at Saratoga Springs, so they could help direct some of those who were not as familiar with with the resort. Oh, that's great
0: Now, how did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your vow renewal? Did you pick your actual anniversary?
1: We did pick our actual anniversary. That was very important to me. Our anniversary is December first, which is actually my grandparents anniversary, so when we got married, it would have been their seventieth have if they were still alive. So this time it would have been their 80th. So that's a very important date for me personally.
2: This year, December 1st fell on a Friday. So that's a good time to have a renewal.
0: Got it. Okay. And how did you choose your ceremony and reception venues?
1: We chose the reception venues. Initially, actually, I wanted to do them in Hollywood Studios and the Toy Story Land Kind of as a throwback to our wedding with all the color, because for our fashion, we decided to do all black and white because, again, we had so much color in our wedding. So that was my first choice. But when we were discussing it a little bit further, we decided to go with Animal Kingdom because you have to have the events so late. When you do them in the park, you have to wait until park closing. And we didn't really think that our, we had a lot of, of children in the age range of three to nine. And we just didn't want to have them eating dinner at like midnight or one o'clock in the morning. So we decided to go to Animal Kingdom because, uh, specifically with Festival of the Lion King, they can actually close the, that venue down early by decreasing the number of shows during the day. So we were able to have our reception at eight o'clock, which was great. All of our kids were still up and everyone was ready to eat by by 8.30 or nine o'clock. So that is kind of how we chose the reception venue. And then we kind of worked backwards. Oak Manor Lawn was actually my third choice for ceremony venue. It worked out so well, though, that I don't even remember what my first choice was. So that should tell you quite a bit. I chose that space because while I was trying to find a ceremony location that was available and working for us, I had already started trying to plan out what I was going to do with the reception as far as like floral and decor. And it turned out that I had a lot of greenery. I was thinking in terms of, of like almost a jungle theme. So the Oak Manor lawn is really kind of lends to that because it's so very lush and green. And so it worked out really perfectly.
2: We were also trying not to repeat our original wedding, which was at the
1: wedding pavilion. Wedding pavilion. Thank
2: you. So that's why we chose a different location.
0: Did you guys use any outside vendors for the portions of your event that you were able to?
1: We used David and Vicki Art Photography for photography. They were great. For our wedding, we had Randy Chapman Photography, and he was amazing. We really love Randy. But I wanted a little bit of a different feel for the vow renewal. So we went with David and Vicky, and then we also used... Shelly, themes come true, impressions. Her name is Shelly Lamar. She is fantastic. I feel like I made a friend. She did our invitations, our table signs, the escort cards, napkins. And we also had some signs that we did for our, we did a photo guest book where you take an instant camera and you take a picture. So she did a sign for that. And we also did a game during the reception and she made a sign for that one.
2: That was my idea.
1: What was the game? Just how many
2: candies are in a jar?
1: <laughs> what did they win? So they won the instant camera that we purchased for the, <laughs> for the guest book. So I had purchased an instant camera for the guest book and then it also came with a bunch of accessories and film and all that stuff. So we gave that away to the adult winner, And then because we also didn't want to take candy (laughs) back to our room, we had a separate contest for the kids. So the kids would guess and we gave them the jar with the candy in it and hidden inside, as I like to say, there was a hidden Mickey because we gave them a $25 gift card inside. Oh, that's a great idea. Just a little fun, you know.
0: (laughs) How did you guys choose an officiant for your vow renewal?
1: So Reverend Kevin Knox was our officiant, and he was our officiant for our wedding as well. And he was such a hit for our wedding that we had to bring him back. He also does really great work for charity. He donates a portion of his fee to charity, and we greatly appreciate that.
0: Did you guys add any kind of entertainment to the ceremony or the reception?
1: we had a guitarist for the ceremony. So they played a little bit before and after. Basically, we came up with a playlist for the ceremony. For the reception, we had characters. We actually had Donald and Goofy and Mickey and Minnie. We did have Mickey and Minnie at our wedding, but I love them so much that I just had to bring them back. But then we also wanted Donald and Goofy for something just a little bit different for all those who came to the wedding.
2: And of course, our DJ.
1: Oh, yes. Our DJ was amazing. Steve Dunlap, he is fantastic. He kept everyone on the dance floor all night long, actually. One of our friends, they were saying how... The DJ was great. He's like, I have never danced so much at a wedding in my whole life. <laughs> so he's a really good DJ.
0: That's wonderful. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from your event that you would recommend?
1: So the menu items we went with were, I don't want to say basic, but we did do the Ohana style noodles and a couple of items from La like like the, their steak their signature steak, and the cheddar soup. Those were good hits. I think the real winner was the cake. We did three different flavors of cake, almond with raspberries and a raspberry filling. And then we did chocolate cake with a raspberry buttercream filling. And then I decided to do a third option because we had one guest who has an allergy to berries. And so I did a vanilla cake with a pineapple filling. And that one was a huge hit because I had to trade one of our guests (laughs) to get a piece of that so I could taste it. I just wanted to taste it. So the cake was a huge hit. We had individual cakes and then one large top tier.
0: Interesting. How did you distribute the flavors among the top tier and the individual cakes?
1: So I did black and white. Cake, so the top tier was the almond cake with the raspberries. It had full raspberries, and then it had the the raspberry filling. That one is the only one that had full berries in it because they won't do the full berries in smaller cakes right. and then, for the individual cakes, I had some cakes were a black fondant, they kind of looked like little presents. So I had black fondant with a white bow and those were the chocolate cakes. And then the white fondant wrap with a black bow, those were the vanilla cake with the pineapple.
0: People went up and they just picked which mini cake they wanted or?
1: They did, yes. And I did I did do half and half. I did 25 uh chocolate and 25 vanilla. Got it. Okay. Did you guys add a dessert party
0: or a welcome party or any other kinds of event around your vow renewal?
1: This time we did a welcome party. We had that at Hollywood Studios. We did Fantasmic dinner show. We had the large patio, which by the way, the photos in your book were a magnificent help for (laughs) trying to figure out how that was going to look. So thank you for all of that because that was, your book was a tremendous help to me. And so the Fantasmic, it was the large patio and we did a buffet there for all of our guests and they got to watch Fantasmic. That was a huge hit. Did you do a
0: ride mix-in?
1: We did do a ride mix-in at the reception. So it is the one thing that I will say about Animal Kingdom. I feel like it's wildly underrated and underutilized as far as venues are concerned. But knowing that and, and saying, you know, hey, everybody go use the animal kingdom venues. I would also put a disclaimer on that because you do have to walk back and forth. So mm-hmm. for the ride mix in, we walked to our pre reception venue. And then we walked to the ride mix-in, which was Flight of Passage. And then we walked to the reception area. So if you are planning on doing something like that, make sure your guests are wearing comfy shoes.
0: That's a good tip because, yeah, at Epcot, they'll put you on a bus and take you among the pavilions. But at Animal Kingdom, you kind of have to walk the whole way.
1: Yeah, I'm guessing that's due to the animals. They're probably sleeping back there, so... It's probably that. also ha- a little harder to navigate, especially when you're thinking in terms of you've got Festival of the Lion King and then kind of behind that is where the safari is. Like It seems like it's pretty far, but Disney has a way of making things look further than they actually are.
0: <laughs> Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the Vow Renewal Day ran?
1: Yeah, sure. So Shane went to go play golf. Yeah. He was gone, and I was kind of just puttering around the the hotel room. And then the steamers came at 10. That was Carolyn Allen's. They're fantastic, by the way. So they came at 10 to drop off my dress, the suit, and our flower girl's dress. And then I had another couple hours to, you know, relax. And then hair and makeup came. And that was uh, Butte Special. She was really good. She, I showed her a picture of what I wanted for my hair. I showed her a picture of what I wanted for my makeup. And she went to town and everything looked fantastic. Let's see. Around 2 o'clock, I started seeing our photographers, David and Vicky, kind of like milling around outside. They were looking for the perfect place to do a first look. And it just happened to be outside our balcony. And then around 2.50,
2: 250.
1: 50 is when we did our first look. And then about 3, maybe 3.15, we were running a little bit late. So around 3.15 is when we got in our SUV to go to the the ceremony space. And we took some photos. And then at 5 o'clock, we had our ceremony. And... We got on the bus and we went to the reception. That was about 630. 6.30. 6.30 was pre-reception. So the pre-reception started at 6.30 and then we had our ride mix in around 7.30. And then at 8 is when the reception started. That took place until midnight.
0: Got it. Okay. So when you guys were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget?
1: So for me, the most important thing was the floral and decor, and I'll kind of lump that together because I was really trying to set a space and set a mood. If there is a Disney fan out there that knows the story of Dinoland USA, I kind of just ripped that off. I basically told everyone what I was looking for was that we were a traveling group that kind of happened upon the space in the jungle, right? So it was kind of a jungle theme. And we just decided to have a party in the middle of the jungle. And that's what I wanted it to look like. And Disney made all of that come true. So that was the biggest part. The next biggest part was my dress. I really wanted something that was completely different this time from my original wedding gown. And I think I did that. That was my second, I wouldn't say that's the second most expensive thing, but it was definitely very important to me. I wanted something with a a train and I wanted something that was just wow. It was a wow factor. Other than that, what do you... Having
2: Having our vow renewal on the actual day, which was Friday, was really, really important to me. And Mm -hmm. if you don't know, having... A party during the holidays, the DJ costs a little bit more. <laughs> I did not realize that because on our, our wedding, we got married on a Sunday 10 years ago. So so yeah, that is a little bit of sticker shock, but I am glad we, we got married on our actual day.
1: It was important for him to have the the events on the actual day of our anniversary, which was on a Friday. He didn't realize that the the DJ was going to cost double during the holiday season on a Friday. But I already knew that. I knew that 10 years ago from reading your book. So
0: That's funny. Going back quickly to the decor, I know a lot of people are intimidated by Festival of the Lion King because it's this huge empty space. And you had a very specific theme in mind. How did you pull off that theme in that space?
1: So a lot of it was making sure that the... Floral arrangements were kind of scaled up. For our wedding, we had very small, low centerpieces. And this time we did very tall vases and I alternated them. We had four tables and on two of the tables, I had two of the very tall vases. And on two of them, I only had one. It fills the space without being a lot of, like, I got that actually from your book when you were talking about, or maybe it was one of the podcasts when you were, I was listening to Floral, and they were saying, if you alternate that two and then do one on the next table and two and then one, it kind of gives this illusion of being more full. We're not having these, these large blocks of empty space. Uh, that was very helpful. Another thing that was really helpful with regard to our budget and filling the space, was that we used the long 12-foot Roman tables. I think those were key. I know a lot of people tend to go toward the the round tables, but I really liked the look of the, the Roman tables for that. And that eclectic look, I actually had them use the mix-and-match vineyard chairs and the shivari chairs. And I told them, I'm like, you don't have to put them in any order. Of course, they ended up alternating each one, but I just wanted it to look kind of almost haphazard. Like we pulled some of the the foliage off of the trees and we put it on the table and we took lanterns and none of the lanterns matched. So a lot of that was just making sure that everything looked very happenstance. Like, oh, they really did just kind of bring this in. There are a couple of things about Festival of the Lion King that I didn't know. like They won't obscure the stadium seating. All of that has to be open and in view. And that's okay. It turned out fine. And they have fog machines. (laughs) They'd use fog machines for the show and so they're there. And my planner, Brooke, she was like, Well, do you want to use the fog machines? And I said, Oh, it's not necessary. But they had them on and they were using them. And that was it actually turned out really cool. So a lot of those elements are filling the space helped a lot. The just the scale of the the items that you're putting in there.
2: And having our event at the Festival of Lion King, there wasn't really a lot of pictures that we could kind of go off of, so we were we were kind of making it up as we go. But the Roman tables really filled up the rooms, really really nice. So we were happy of what they did, and please check out our pictures.
1: Yeah, there were <laughs> there were actually quite a few things that I had no idea going in because there aren't very many photos of the space online. I think people don't think, to use that particular venue. Um, like you said, I think some are intimidated by it, but by all means, like everyone should hopefully find photos of it now because I think there was another wedding there not too long ago. But like I was saying, some of the things, the stadium seating it can't be obscured. Um, you have to have a buffet in there. We were going in thinking that maybe we could do a plated dinner and they don't allow plated dinner because they don't have a kitchen near the, the space. So um you have to do a buffet. Um So that was something that kind of changed in the middle of our, well, it wasn't in the middle. It was kind of in the beginning of our planning. They do not allow you to have a dance floor in there due to the, the fact that it's a, a working, basically a working stage. So you can't have a dance floor in there. So they sent me an initial floor plan of the space and how they were thinking about setting it up. And I basically said, no, that's not how I wanted it. Um, And then I sent them like, I actually drew out myself four different options and I sent that to them and they were like, okay, well, this is how we'll do it. Um, I know the photo backdrop. Uh, with the neon sign was a huge concern for me at the beginning of the planning. Um, And actually, almost all the way through, we were still wondering if that was going to be an option for us, specifically the neon, because they told me that they could do the, the backdrop. So with the neon, I told them, what i wanted and how i wanted it to look and the color i wanted and they basically made it for me and we got to bring it home so that ended up being a non issue they let me have basically anything that that is in those uh on the websites that that you have in your book and all of the the information that they provide you uh which again is is referenced in your book so all of that stuff is available.
0: So then were there any aspects that were less important where you saved
1: your money or just your effort?
2: Once we had the buffet, food became less important to us.
1: That is very true. Um, with a plated meal, I was very, uh, cause we had a plated meal at the wedding So if we had done a plated meal, that would have been very important to me because I like to make the right selections um, to make sure that everybody is, I try to make as many people happy as I possibly can. So I try to make very specific selections, but with a buffet, you get so much more. You get like three entree options. So I was like, well, you can't go wrong with that. So that is very true. Once we discovered that you could only have a buffet there in the Festival of the Lion King venue, the food did become a little less important to me.
2: Of course, we thought having a dance floor was really important, but we turned out that wasn't important, so we saved a little money on there.
1: Yeah, I wanted a very specific dance floor, and then they told me no. I was like, okay, well, it saved me a lot of money. Because the specific dance floor I wanted would have been probably pretty pricey. I think in your book you reference like a black and white checker. And if I'm not mistaken, that's like I wanna say between four and eight thousand dollars if it's the lit up
2: And we would have done lit up and
1: I would have done the the light up dance floor, but I would have wanted it in a black and white stripe pattern, which I'm sure would have cost more <laughs> the most amount of money.
0: Right. What ended up being each of your favorite memories of your vow renewal day?
1: So, for me, of the actual day, I have to say that it's just seeing the joy on everybody's face, the enjoyment that they are having. Everyone seemed to have such a good time, and it's the whole reason we threw it. It's the whole reason why we did the vow renewal in the first place. We had discussed several times. That in doing the vow renewal, that the ceremony was kind of it was uh, a technicality. We still love each other and we are still very happily married, but we wanted to throw a party for our friends and family. So that was that was really fun seeing everybody having a good time and um, enjoying themselves like truly.
2: And for me, the happiest. Part of the day was the first look, seeing Charlie in her dress for the first time. And and I cried. I'm a big crier, So that was was a wonderful part of the day. Of course, the ceremony where I cried again.
0: (laughs) Now, did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected?
2: So after our ceremony. Oh, that's right. We were taking photos and the motor coach took off without us. And we were stranded at the ceremony. So (laughs) they were, they were so apologetic. Like we've never left a couple before, but yeah, they did turn around and come and get us.
1: But I think uh, that is partially because they don't normally take the couple with the rest of the group. And we really wanted, like I said, it, it was a party for our friends and family. It just happened to be our anniversary and our 10-year vow renewal. So we've decided to ride with our guests to the pre-reception. And so I think they're not probably used to that. So it's just a a little oopsie.
0: That's funny because I just interviewed a couple last week who also got left by the bus because they were going to ride it with
1: their guests. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it happens. <laughs>
0: was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal
1: the photo backdrop like i was so worried that we were not going to be able to get that because i wasn't sure if disney would allow the neon sign to be in inside the park venue um it's a fire hazard uh, although they have new technology so <laughs> It's not as much of a fire hazard as it as it used to be, but yeah that was that was a big concern for me. I was actually messaging my wedding planner from our wedding, and because she and I are still friends uh, and she was actually invited to the vow renewal she and and the assistant Jamie and Jessica they were invited to the vow renewal so anyway i I messaged her and I asked her opinion. And she said, well, it's really going to – it's going to come down to the park, whoever's – the park director, I believe is what they're called. And it turned out to be just fine. I didn't need to worry about it at all. Is there
0: anything you would have done differently
1: knowing what you know now? I wouldn't change one thing, not one thing.
0: So over budget that it –
2: didn't really matter so like we didn't cut anything we wanted everything and we just did it so we would have no regrets
1: that's a theme if you listen to your show from our wedding we did the same thing for the wedding <laughs> we were like "Nah, we'll just pay
2: for yeah, it there's no, no cutting we're just, we're just gonna do it we only do disney once but in, in our case, case twice,
1: <laughs> twice. <laughs> or maybe a third time in 10 i know minutes, maybe right? who
0: knows <laughs> um, do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples?
1: My main piece of advice would be to be patient with your, your coordinators, your planner, your the assistant planner, and all of the people who are working to make the event happen and go smoothly. They're doing their best. They're working on several events at the same time. If they don't respond to your email in what you think is an appropriate amount of time, it's probably because they're helping other people, uh, brides that are having their events that day, week, month. So I'm a big proponent of treat people the way you want to be treated. And so I try to be patient with cast members and you never know what people are going through. So that's my big point. My second point is, again, if you're going to do venue in Animal Kingdom, make sure your guests are all wearing comfy shoes and do the park shoot, do the park shoots. It's worth it. And you have a year to get them in. If you're a Disney bride, you have one year to schedule those, but I highly recommend it. We did for our wedding, we did the Magic Kingdom and Hollywood Studios And this time around, I wanted to complete our collection. And so we did Epcot and Animal Kingdom. And it was worth every single penny. And I've only gotten 10 photos back, if that tells you anything. I would
2: say get the private transportation for your guests. That is just a must. I know you want to cut it, but it's a must. And like I went golfing the day of. And it was sunny. So, wear your sunblock. You don't want to have a bad, you know, going to the pool or whatever. It's sunny in Florida, so you don't want to wear sunblock. Luckily, uh, one of the guys I was with had sunblocks, and I applied it, so my photos did not turn out bad. So, private transportation and sunblock. And save your money. It's going to cost more than you think.
0: (laughs) Well, Charlie and Shane, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time.
1: Thank you. We enjoyed talking to you again. Thank you so much, Carrie.
0: That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at fairytaleweddingsguide.com.